Jarvis, drop my needle. Hello, this is the hardcore legend Mick Foley, and if you are interested in listening to idiots, you came to the right place. Have a nice day. Woo! That's an attention getter. He's a very strange young man. He's an idiot. What we're dealing with here is a complete lack of respect for the law. Oh my God, he's an idiot. You know, of course, that you're out of your jurisdiction. Personally, I think you're an idiot. But that's the evidence in the car. But I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. Always like to keep my audience riveted. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, friends and fiends, and welcome to Free Range Idiocy, the podcast about everything, but mostly just the stuff we like. The sequel to 2016's Doctor Strange promised a lot of things, finally getting us into the multiverse that Feige and company have been teasing for what feels like a decade, Sir Patrick Stewart making his MCU debut as Professor Charles Xavier, the Illuminati, Mutants, America Chavez, Scarlet Witch going full-on heel, and perhaps even a quick duet between Cumberbatch and Wong as they formed the new super group, the Benedicts. And so your humble host dove into all the online fan theories and using their Solomon-like wisdom adjudicated which theories would be correct and which wouldn't be. Now that we've had a chance to watch the flick in the theater, it's time to tabulate how we did. And now the tab comes due. See what I did there? Uh-huh. In this episode, 103, Multiversal Morons, Doctor Strange 2, Real or Jabroni Results. I am your Uncle Todd, and with me, as always, is a person who could quite possibly have discovered the multiverse if only he'd applied himself instead of spending all those hours playing video games with me. He has been my partner in Easy for over two decades and loves him a cold Mickey's Fine Malt Liquor, or three. I give you the man they call Tim Mickey's. You do miss Mickey's, don't you? Greeting and and salutations, my friend. How are you? I am doing well, man. Two ninety nine bought you a whole lot of flavor back in the day, man. Indeed, six and pack of them short little stubby green bottles. Ooh. Oh, left you feeling good. <laughs> left you feeling I don't know about proper. good. I don't know about either of those, especially the day after. And for the listenership, uh, we are are. Our fandom of of Mickey's back in the day went as far as I do believe we we got some what I would call like bowler esque type shirts uh, that had Mickey's on the back. I think this is before I made my journey to the Midwest. So, well, I I got you one of those for a present. I didn't get one. I got a T shirt. That was all I could afford. I could uh, I sprung for the nice one for you. Oh, well, thank you, sir. I just had the crappy T shirt. I feel which bad is- that I haven't done likewise. That's nah, all right. You know, I, I still have my memories and probably a gigantic splotch on my liver to remember Mickey's by. For those for those oh, of uh, those youngins out there who don't know, Mickey's fine malt liquor was like this. It was really kind of weak sauce malt liquor as far as malt liquor goes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't like ultra high um, alcohol percentage or anything like that. But it did have a little bit more of a kick than a regular beer. And I remember the first time I got those, and we we each had two. And I remember we were just giggling uncontrollably. It was oh, like, yes. "What's going on? Like these these are a little stronger, aren't they?" <laughs> I'm not used to this potent, uh, you know, spirit. Yeah, that was interesting. And then I discovered Schlitz ice brewed malt liquor, and that just blew everything out of the water. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is the meth of malt liquor. I've got oh, to dear. stay away from this." Oh dear. Anyways, where were we? Uh, we have a, a great show here lined up, uh, and I, I might be lying. I don't know. We haven't taped it yet, so who knows? It could suck. But anyways, it sounds great on paper. 
Indeed. But before we get into our real or jabroni returns for Doctor Strange 2, because we both have watched the movie, we have had a chance to think about it. And well, after the uh, the Picard season two rants of last week, uh, now I feel we're both in a much better place, emotionally speaking, in which to to delve into how things went with uh, the multiverse of madness. Yes. However, before we get to that, we have our weekly segment called The Weekend Geek, where uh, the man they call Tim has, has scoured, scoured the interwebs for little tidbits of geek news and, and foibles of information and, and collects them all. And, and we talk about them here in, in the section that we like to call The Weekend Geek, or what I like to call Tim's part of the show that just keeps expanding out of control. And there's nothing i can do about it <laughs> see i can't tell if that's skeletor or a really bad attempt at jimmy dice <laughs> that was emperor palpatine baby oh okay because i mean it, uh, jimmy dice has a <laughs> ah, sort of thing. I, see. Oh, I see oh yeah that's it's fantastic stuff but before we get to the weekend geek we have to delve into our sponsor of course ah yes this episode's weekend geek is sponsored by crappy ziploc packaging when you want to make people think you actually care about freshness but really don't try crappy ziploc packaging why bother with using something that works with your current packaging or just plain works when you can glue a couple of pieces of plastic onto the inside and pretend it'll actually seal when in fact it never does or just rips off in the first time the package is open cheap ziploc packaging for when you want to Extend a hail and hearty F you to your customers. Week Feels so funky. So what do we got for the Week in Geek? Well, sir, we have a couple uh, interesting items that uh, popped up on the interwebs over the course of this past week. Uh, first one ah, uh, I have entitled, I've got a fever and the only prescription is more, co- I mean, Dune Part Two. Uh, nice. Christopher Walken uh, has been announced uh, from Variety.com as joining Dune Part Two in the role of Emperor Shaddam the Fourth uh, from Carino. So this is uh, this is exciting because a I'm all in on anything Christopher Walken. Oh yes, he brings yes. it. He brings oh. it, and then some. I uh, mean, we have no idea what it is, but he done brings it. He brings it, and then second of all. After seeing Dune Part 1, which I got to admit, I have, whether it be through the YouTube or through the HBO Max, have watched that movie a second and and am kind of in the middle of a third re- rewatch. Wow. It is, I, I don't know, man. It is, it's turning into a classic for me. You know what I mean? It's like one of those movies that I don't get tired watching it because it's just so well cast. Story is hmm. just well done. Dennis Villeneuve just did an amazing job with, with with it, and and I don't know, I I just it's kind of like what Episode Four was for me when I was a kid. I remember I I would just love watching that no matter where I kind of came in, you know, when it, when it was on TV and in later years, and you know you you're flipping channels and you find it on and you're like, oh, I gotta watch it. You know what I mean? It was it, it's like turning into one of those movies for me. Uh, just very well done. So having Walk and Join as the Emperor, uh, which uh, if, if you recall from the early 80s movie, uh, I don't remember the actor who portrayed him, but he he does play a rather uh, sizable and uh, an impactful role in in the telling of the second part uh, is is just very exciting. Um, also, uh, we're going to have a little flow flow in Dune part two. She's going to play the emperor's daughter. Say what? 
right? Florence Pugh, who plays uh, Black Widow's uh, sister. Uh, she is going to be the Emperor's Both just be everywhere now. She is. She is. So, Which is good. I mean, there's a lot worse things. I, I enjoyed her in, in, in both uh, Black Widow and in Hawkeye. Uh, I, I'm I'm aware that it's not the same character, okay, folks. <laughs> I'm just saying, as an actor, I I just really appreciated her, and uh, I I could dig some more of her in my life. Yes, yes. And uh, I and I get where you're going with the. I'm a little bit. I'm a little surprised with the with how uh, how much of a like a man crush you've got going here on Dune, but I I can kind of see it, you know, because I I was of the same persuasion. Like when I when Star Wars. You know, episode four, when when cable finally came around and my family had HBO yeah. and all that stuff and, and the summer that it was released, I believe it was summer because I I don't think I got any sunlight that summer because I was always inside watching Star Wars. Pasty um, was which, he. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the only person who came back to school paler than he started at <laughs> the end of the last year. Like, oh my gosh, he's an albino. Um, <laughs> what happened? So I, I mean, I get where you're coming from, like, because you get those things where you're just, you just kind of latch on to them. Either that, or we both have an incredible sand fetish. That's the only other thing that I can think of is just we <laughs> love watching sand. Yes. I don't know. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's why we like Book of Boba Fett so much. And you know, we're just all about the sands of Tatooine. Tatooine, which is really, I mean, uh, Dune came before. Star Wars mm-hmm. episode four and was very influential for George Lucas. So, I mean, really the sins of Tatooine mm-hmm. are really just the sins of Dune. Yep. Um, or uh, what's the name of the planet? It's not actually Dune. Arrakis? Yes, Arrakis. The Arrakis. Of Arrakis. Sounds like that a 1980s actually, video game. <laughs> that actually kind of sounds cooler, honestly, <laughs> than the, the sins of Tatooine. But no, I, I'm, dude, Christopher walking in anything, like you said, I'm all in. And I, I, I don't remember the Emperor having that many scenes in the book. Yeah. But, but they were impactful. Like, like it, it wasn't like the Emperor was, they're always going back to the Emperor and he's doing some stupid, it's like, there's only a couple times, but it really, it's impactful for the, the story as a whole. So yeah, putting Christopher Walken in, the, in, in that kind of spot. Oh, it's going to be glorious. He's going to be so weird and awkward, which is going to fit Dune. Like, oh, mwah, chef's kiss. Indeed. It's going to be well, beautiful. And, and similar in, in some ways to Star Wars, you, you, you know, the Emperor is in Dune the catalyst of the fall of House Atreides, you know, due to jealousy and, and, and fear yeah. of, of the, the power and respect that that house was, was attaining at the time. And so I'm, I'm excited to see how they're going. I mean, I mean, given everything else they've done, like I, I love, um, I can't think of the actor's name. Stel, is it Skelgard? Oh, Stellan, Stellan Skarsgård. Stellan Skarsgård as Baron. Uh, I can't think of the uh, Baron Har- Harkonnen. I almost uh, said Mordo. I'm like, no, wait, that's a different movie. I was about to say Baron Munchausen, but that would have been even more wrong. Oh, so. dude. <laughs> That's a, you know what we got to talk about that movie at some point because that is another movie that is bat in bat spit insane Indeed. like it knows exactly what it is 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 totally it's like that friend you have that knows they're a little off mm-hmm. and they're just totally comfortable with it yeah. and they just roll with it and somehow it works for them yeah. you're like there's no reason that you should still be loose in society except 
you just wear it so damn well that no one can no one can fault you for it. They're like, he's insane. Yeah. But damn, he's awfully good at it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is that is Baron Munchausen for me as a film. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Now I'm gonna have to go. I've got to dig out the DVD on that and watch that. There you go. Thank you, sir. Uh you're welcome. So yeah, seeing uh Mr. Walken portray the Emperor and and you know, seeing how uh, let me get his name right, Dennis Villanueve. Vuegu? I can't say his isn't name. Isn't it? Is it? Isn't it? Uh, if you do the French pronunciation, is it Denis Villeneuve? Villeneuve, something like that. I think so. Denis something Villeneuve. like that. Um, yeah. I just have a lot of faith and trust in you know. Given his treatment of Part One, I'm I'm just excited to see what he's going to do in Part Two to bring that character to life. Because like like you know, you take the Baron character from the 1980s film, and and I don't have Oof. the same memories of that character or, or that character making the kind of impression that Stellan Skarsgård's, you know, portrayal left me with. Um, and, and, you know, it's one of the clips on YouTube I watch a lot is, is like that scene when he's in there in that cone of silence with, with the, uh, the mother of the Bene Gesserit or whatever. And, and she walks away and, and he has that whole line where he's like, you know, my is my doom, you know, it's just like, the way he plays him is just so good. You know, he's just like so well, yeah. evil, but he's so like passively evil. It's crazy. Well, it's because the the one in the eighties version was was so over the top. Yeah. Oh, right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it, it was just a matter of like anything is going to be understated by comparison. Yeah. I mean, for heaven's sake. Yeah. You can't go more over the top than that. No, that's that's going to be great, dude. That I I am anxious for the second part of this, and and once I think in the next week or two here, I'm gonna I'm gonna resubscribe to uh to the HBO mm. Max because I I kicked it to the curb for a little while because I'd run out of stuff to watch, so yeah. I might have yeah. to uh I might have to bail on another streaming service and go back to the Max. Although I I had planned on getting rid of Paramount Plus, but I mean, oh my gosh, that they just keep on putting stuff out that I'm like, all right, well, you got me for another couple months. Yep. So this finishes up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then I can watch Batman. I'll rewatch a, or the Batman. Pardon me. I'm crying a lot. I, I so am in hate with how DC and Warner Brothers <laughs> are like naming their movies. I, I can't get around it, dude. I just, oh. It's better than a Batman. I'm sure that's coming down the pipeline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> so, Anywho. anyways, uh, cheers to Mr. Walken, and hopefully he can work a line in there that goes a little something like, "I got a fever." The only never mind, I won't do it. Anyways, so yeah, thank we, you. We look forward to it. Uh, hey, our wasn't second it, one wasn't it a? You ever see the movie Suicide Kings? No, I did not. It's I, it's where he plays a gangster, and there's there's something like you know. At some point, like he plays a gangster in this group of uh, this group of punks, like kidnaps him. Mm. And at one point, they're like, "Put your hands up." And he's like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> and just the way he does it, I'm like, that 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 line right there should have won him an Oscar, yeah, just for the, his delivery, just because he's like, "No, no." And I'm like, it's all there. I don't want. Like, there's like 18 <laughs> different emotions there. Either that, or he's just like a split person. I don't know. But it was amazing. That's uh, awesome. But yeah, if you, Suicide Kings, definitely check that out. If you happen to come across it on a on a streaming platform at some point, you'll you'll thank me, sir. You will thank me. Indeed. 
Our next one, uh, file this under, well, that was quick. Uh, a couple episodes <laughs> ago, we talked about how the director of Marvel's Fantastic Four upcoming Wasn't movie, this the last episode? Uh, no, this was two episodes ago, actually. Okay, all right, uh, never mind. Was, uh, he had stepped down. Uh, well, apparently there are rumors that they have landed their director. So uh, they are all right. quick and timely if they are nothing else. Uh, but it's more the name and kind of the cachet that that name carries because uh, the rumored next director is none other than the Mandalorian's Bryce Dallas Howard, ladies and gentlemen, uh, for Fantastic Four. And as we have seen, Miss Howard, uh, she knows how to direct. So, Oh, yeah. No, I... Oh, dude, that is great news. Although, I mean, you know what? I mean, hey, that's fine because honestly... It's not like that's going to rule her life forever. Although, I mean, yes. when you sign on for Marvel, they do tend to want to lock you up for multiple movies and to to keep some consistency, especially if they feel like they've like the Russo brothers. As soon as they they're like, hey, you guys seem to have your stuff together here. Uh, we now want you to do everything. We mm-hmm. want you to do all the things. Mm-hmm. Um but oh, that's gonna be great! I I am I am really enjoying her as a director. Oh, I think yeah. I, all the Mandalorian episodes that she did, I thought really the emotion came through. Like there was a there was a definite like emotional gravity to her episodes, mm-hmm. and all all the episodes were good. But I mean, there was with the ones that she did, like I could almost pick them out before I knew who was directing. Like okay, I think Bryce did this one. I see. Like, oh man, yeah, that's that's awesome news, dude. I think that'll be oh, that'll be so good. Now, just to be clear, this is is still in the rumor phase. This is not confirmed. <laughs> this is not official. This is rumor. Um, part of the Feige rumor also goes on make to suggest. This happen. Sorry, I said Feige, make this happen. I know. I know. Part of the rumor goes on to suggest that she would also star as Sue Storm, the Invisible Woman, uh, opposite John Krasinski's Reed Richards, which we will get into later on. No, dude. Uh, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> I figured this okay. would get Uncle Todd going. Here's the thing. Not and, and it's not that I have any problem with Bryce Dallas Howard as an actor or as a director. No problem with either. Whatever she wants to do. Like honestly, she's like she she is like the one part of the of the Jurassic World movies where I'm like, okay. At least, you know, you know, and Chris Pratt, too, to a lesser degree, you know, like doing Chris Pratt things like it's enough to kind of tide me over. And, yeah, I'm going to see the third one because I want the originals. I want to see the original cast and all that. Fine. Yeah, fine. And and, uh, they tell me it's the last one. So I want to be there just to make sure this thing is dead and buried. Like, literally, I just want I want to be able to help shovel some dirt on it and pat it down. That's let's let's finish this, shall we? Um, But. If you're going to really have John Krasinski, and I, I am all in on that, like he, he, as, as Reed Richards, I think he did a great job for the, like the few moments he had, he had in Dr. Strange too, uh, which we'll get to, but why would you not get Emily Blunt? Why would you not get his wife? I know. I mean, they've been in movies before. They seem to really, they seem to like working together. And I mean, it, she has the look. She looks like, Sue Storm, like from the comics, like, well, I mean, a couple versions because they've done like multiple. But I I mean, I I feel like she could it, it would just work so well. It's yeah. just so neat and tidy. Like, damn, it's a two for one. Come on. I know. I, I, I mean, I know. want my cake and eat it, too. Actually, I just I want Bryce Dallas Howard to direct. I want I want Krasinski and Blunt. 
there. I mean, I can't. I mean, I wonder who you get is to be Ben Grimm because mm. that was a one part of. Well, actually, the two parts. The two parts of the original Fantastic Four, uh, the 20th Century Fox Fantastic Four. The two parts that really worked well was, um, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on his name. For crying out loud, Michael the dude Chiklis? played Captain Chris Evans. Oh, Chris, Chris Evans, Chris Evans as 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 Johnny Storm and Michael Chiklis as Ben Grimm. Mm. I felt like those two actually clicked. Yeah, like those. I would be tempted to get Michael Chiklis back. Yeah. I I thought he I actually think he nailed that. I really did. I thought he had I thought he had the right vibe, but I don't know how it would work age wise and 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 if that's the direction you want to go or if he would even want to do it. And if he doesn't want to do it, then hey, you know what? Let's get Danny Trejo. Because when all else fails, hey, let's get Machete. Give Danny a call. Give Machete a call. Give Machete a call. Don't text because Machete don't text. <laughs> Uncle Todd knows from personal experience. <laughs> well, no, that's in that's in the movie. Oh, gotcha. You haven't wa- you haven't watched it, have you? I haven't watched it. <sighs> Sorry. You try you try to teach him, try to teach him, bring him up right, but oh well. Ah, I know, I know. But hopefully this is good. Such hopefully this a is good. <laughs> yep. Oh goodness. But yes, so looking forward to seeing if this rumor will materialize into fact, in which case uh, the probability of finally getting a quality Fantastic Four movie may be upon us. Sweet. And finally, our last uh, note of the week in Geek, uh, I have entitled Violent Delights Return in June, which just came out of nowhere for me because I had no idea this was even in the works. Um, But from avclub.com last week, Westworld Season 4 teaser was uh, released, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Uh, And just to give you some, some time, you know, sort of reference for this. Uh, the end of the third season was somewhere in the vicinity of 2020 when we were in the throes of COVID. Uh, yes, the very beginning. And and we were all at loose ends and, and we're like, you know what? Maybe we're actually living in Westworld. Maybe that's what's actually happening right now. Indeed. And uh, our so so just to give some perspective, folks, we are on episode you are listening to episode 103. Yes. When we did our final uh, analysis episode on Westworld, our, our part four, if you will, it was episode 27, and it oh aired May 15th of 2020, almost two <laughs> years ago to the day that we are recording wow. this episode. Well. So <laughs> we've had no Westworld since then, and you've had two solid years of content from this uh, this, this this idiot pairing right here, so. Which I mean, let's let's be fair. Is is a totally valid time frame when you think about it, because Westworld, regardless of what you want to say about how the direction of the story has gone, and and what has happened with characters and all that, and there are myriad opinions, and most of them them go like, I like season one, and everything else sucks. That's pretty much the prevailing opinion. And if that's you, hey, fine, whatever. You know, you're an un- uncultured allowed. No offense. Um, I'm just kidding. Whatever. You know, if you, you don't like it, you don't like it. But no matter what, you can't deny that essentially you almost have like movie quality sets, effects, mm-hmm. 
cinematography like these are not little shows no and they have a shine you know because there there's a difference between like you know streaming special effects like everybody looks at the at the netflix produced sci-fi shows and you're like oh yeah you know like you look at another life like there's a certain look to it where you're like oh this would not cut it on the big screen it's not the same quality Westworld had this, the quality that I'm looking at. I'm like, this this looks like it could be a movie. Like it was movie cinema quality effects and cinematography. So to take two years to get you know all your scripts in order, shooting all the effects, all the post production, like it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Now it also maybe it'll help the, the the fact that you know I've heard a couple people say uh in response to some of those folks who are like after season one everything sucks or after season two everything sucks mm-hmm. there's camps on both sides there are a few people who have who have said that if you go back and rewatch season three now like after after a break and giving it some time and rewatch it it it, it, it watches like a totally different show mm which I'm curious because I only watched it the one time. Yeah. I would be yeah. very curious to go back and, and to rewatch season three. I would, I would actually say I'd like to watch all of it again, but man, that is a, it's a freaking long haul at this point. Oh, Those episodes are, it is. are not short. Um, but I'm curious to see if that is true. And, uh, and I am kind of excited about season four. Are you, are you at all excited? Or are you just like, I am, don't I'm, care? you know, I'm, I've, I've, Enjoyed the, the the last three seasons, the the story being told. I mean, season two was a little uneven for me because of all of the kind of unreliable narration from Bernard yeah. you know, that we got and, and mm-hmm. trying to piece all of that together. And, and there's a bit of, you know, I, I've always felt the show kind of goes in kind of an abstract artsy sort of direction at times. And, yes. and that's the part that I, I have a hard time kind of glomming onto. But I... You know, I enjoyed season three. I am kind of getting reacclimated with what exactly happened. But the thing I do remember from it, the thing I thought was really effective in the season finale was uh, just that image of, of Bernard kind of just like waking up or opening his eyes and just being totally covered in dirt and dust. Like, you know, something mm. happened and he's been like kind of shut down for, you know, God knows how long. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm curious to see if, if we get some insights into, into what that is all about. And uh, uh, as well as, you know, now, now we have the man in black, uh, you know, is, is now in as robot only. So, um, mm-hmm. so it'll be kind of interesting. Um I thought in season three his character wasn't dealt with as well as it could have been. I mean, it had some good moments, um, but but I I, I was kind of hoping for for something a little bit different. But um, but uh, but overall, I, I I think they're they're driving in a good direction. And yeah, I'm kind of curious now that we've been through you know what you know season three's main story arc was that that arc about how computers were essentially kind of controlling you know people's lives and so now that they've taken that down what sort of chaos will now ensue and uh you know kind of what what direction are we now going in with with this because we're we're out of the park we're in the real world so uh you'd like to think there are some uh real consequences to 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 follow some of the action so we'll see definitely and and you know what i think is interesting and i've 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 seen some people talking about this in terms of Halo, uh, specifically recently, uh, the Halo, the TV series, ah. and and just about uh, even the Marvel movies in general, uh, saying like, oh yeah, well, you know, 
when they treat when they take you know even though marvel follow tends to follow some of the stories somewhat closely they do water it down from the source material and their argument was like oh well they're doing that to appeal to a broader audience and it kind of in a cynical way like oh yeah of course they're watering it down you got to appeal to you know all the non-fans and all that what i find funny is is that you know and and that some of these some of the same folks will applaud something like um the Carl Urban Dread movie, mm-hmm. which I thought was fantastic. I mean, it is ultra violent and it is, it, but it is incredibly, it's like, this is what it is. And it, it does follow the source material much closer than, well, I mean, <laughs> anything follows source material closer than the, the Stallone Judge Dread movie. But, you know, this idea that, oh, well, you're changing it, you're trying to appeal to a broader audience. Westworld is like, they, People ought to really, if, if if you don't dig it, that's fine. But you should at least appreciate the fact that they are they are not necessarily trying to appeal to a mass audience. Mm-hmm. Like it is, it is kind of a, a an extraordinarily high budget niche show. Yeah, yeah. And it's it, like the fact that it got a fourth season at the. I can only imagine what the production cost of this of this show is. Yeah. It to me, it's like okay. It gives me a little bit more appreciation for HBO as as a as a company or you know streaming studio or whatever you want to call it, because in in a way that's the anti Netflix. Like Netflix will basically cancels anything and everything after like two seasons. Like that's their limit. Even if the show is doing well, like kill it. Yeah. (laughs) Crap. What did it ever do to you? Yeah. Like people are still watching it. Screw them. Okay. All right. (laughs) You know. But HBO is is kind of sustaining this show, even though. You know, I can't imagine that it's it's getting gigantic numbers. Mm. It's not getting the same eyeballs that some of their other shows, and I'm I'm sure have gotten. I'm sure it's not. I mean, it's not getting Game of Thrones numbers. No. Can you imagine? I mean, can you imagine? Would it? Uh, no. And and quite honestly, I I don't know if, given two years being away, um, you know, like like that. I don't know. I feel like that's pretty damaging to a TV show. Like like. I, I don't see them coming back in the first episode being like, my God, HBO, you know, metrics went through the roof because Westworld came back. I mean, I, I'm well, curious. Yeah, but I, I believe it was like, it's been about a year and a half in between each season. Like this is, Has this it? is definitely longer, but I, I don't, I'm pretty sure that it was because I remember watching the first season and I can't remember if that was back. I mean, I haven't had cable in for so long, so I mean, mm. somehow I. But I mean, it was essentially I I I think I watched it like right after the show had finished, mm-hmm. and I was like, or maybe maybe it was a couple months afterwards. I binge watched the whole first season, and I'm like, all right, sweet, new season must be coming up in a little while because they they wrapped the season a while ago, and it's been a few months now while I was doing, and then it was like another year i'm like oh okay well i guess i can cancel hbo for a while (laughs) you know i'll come back when i'm ready i mean it's never been a quick turnaround for these shows but i feel like a lot of buzz around westworld has just kind of died you know what i mean like oh totally like we haven't been clamoring for this and like i and and really this article it talks about it's uh, you know the the first episode will air june 26 i'm like this is the first time I'm here. I mean, not that I'm the be all end all of media, but normally you hear 
you know, consistent rumblings of something coming, you know, like the next Marvel movie or the next, you know, Star Wars show on Disney or something like that. And this just kind of came out of left field. I mean, you, I think you and I texted this to each other uh, like Wednesday or so. And we're like, oh, dude, check this out. It's like, where did this come from? You know, it's like yeah. there was no articles about, hey, Westworld's filming and Westworld's doing this. It's like there was nothing about it. Um, well, maybe it's part of the strategy. Maybe. Maybe it is. Because I think I if I remember, I I think this is kind of how they do each season. Like it it really hasn't been a long buildup. Well, because they did they did tease this like uh, towards the beginning of the year. When they when they kind of had their like, hey, and this this year on HBO, and I do remember there was like a quick flash of Westworld, and I'm like, oh crap, they are going to do a fourth season, yeah. And then I I forgot about it, right? But I think if I right. remember right, I don't think they do a big campaign for this. It really is almost like a all right, hey, it's back. And it's like oh, oh okay, which is again, it's it's this weird thing that like they they keep doing this, yeah, this very niche show and. It, it works to some degree, I'm guessing. Otherwise, you wouldn't keep spending the dough on it. Either that or someone there really is like, you know, like they've got one executive who is like a, a real artsy fartsy person who's like, I love this high concept show. I'll keep writing checks for it, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever, dude. Keep going. I'm, I'm digging it. Yeah. I also think because of the season finale, I don't really remember it ending on a huge clip. I mean, the, the, the biggest thing was just that. Rachel Evan Wood's character, Dor- uh, Dolores, was mm. basically done in and and is pretty much done at this point. So we don't, I mean, the trailer, of course, shows her. So she's coming back in some way, shape or form. But the, like, I don't remember there being a huge hook, you know, that that it's like, oh, my God, I can't wait until the next episode because I'm, I'm hanging on this cliffhanger. You know, what I mean, like it, it yeah. wasn't an ending like that. So so that's why I kind of think like when it comes back, I just don't see it being like a a big deal, but I don't know. I mean, seasons one and two, I, I thought they, they pulled in some big numbers and I don't know that season three did. So it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Yes, it will. If nothing else, a little content for us to delve back into if we feel so moved. Yes, indeed it is, sir. Yes, indeed it is. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, normally we would have the Star Wars Red 5 next, but Uncle Todd uh, slipped someone, uh, a Benjamin Franklin, (laughs) to hold my son up at the local uh, store we went to and uh, caused things to flow in such a way that I got here uh, kind of back home late, started recording later than we planned, and I, I had to sacrifice uh, this this uh, segment. So uh, never fear. Uh, we will return next episode with, uh, with the Red 5 and continue down the path of uh, Star Wars trivia and uh, celebration as we uh, compete head-to-head. Uh, and as Uncle Todd tries to make a comeback after my dominance of these last 11 rounds. So how many layers thick is your tinfoil hat? I'm just curious. And that, my friends, is <laughs> the Weekend Geek. Crinkle, crinkle, crinkle. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and the answer suspect. is <laughs> your suspect. <laughs> Chucky, well, thank you, you sir, correct, for sir. all of your uh, your your internet sleuthing. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to find out 
how right and how wrong, probably mostly how wrong we were in our predictions about all the fan theories leading up to Doctor Strange 2, Electric Boogaloo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, no, in the Multiverse of Madness. And uh, it's it, this is going to be interesting because, as you pointed out uh, so rightly in our in our first assessment of this, we were we were pretty much right on with a lot of these. So this is probably going to come down to a handful of questions as to which which direction this swings because there are stakes in this as usual table stakes are a a moderately priced bottle of bourbon Mm -hmm. to the winner Mm -hmm. um and uh just as an update for all of our listeners my bottle of bourbon still has not arrived for the previous (laughs) dealer jabroni so i'm guessing that tim uh is just waiting to save on shipping uh, that's what I'm guessing. Either that, or he's just hoping that we're going to have a, a draw here so that it's wiped out. That's that's I think the game that he is playing. Which did happen to us, I believe, at the end of the year. I believe I. Uh, well, yeah, was... but we had the back-to-back shows Ooh, where yes. it was like it was like week like we did one and then the other was like oh crap. Kristen now Dunst what? did me in on Spider-Man, and then I think I uh, eked out a victory against you in uh, Matrix, and so those two uh, contests nullified one another uh mm-hmm. ins- instead of each of us buying a bottle we simply said nah why bother <laughs> buy your own <laughs> have at it <laughs> yeah so whatever you want to buy for yourself enjoy it indeed indeed but yes uh we will now uh, enter into the segment of the show where we will uh you know calculate litigate debate adjudicate tabulate and finally celebrate at least one of us uh on on this fine fine evening so uh sir are you ready sorry i was typing and i had my microphone under my armpit (laughs) yes i am (laughs) uncle todd the multitasker as always ladies and gentlemen hey you know i'm trying to i'm trying to do work here (laughs) where's patrick patrick no, I'm, I'm at home. I've been keeping him at the office. All As right. a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure he's living at the office. I mean, rent is high everywhere. <laughs> the rent is too damn high. And boy, is it ever. So I'm pretty sure that he is like he is sleeping, like standing up in the closet because uh, I, I haven't I, I, I see I only see him appear like when I step out to go use the bathroom down the hall and mm. I come back and suddenly he's there and he's looking even more rumpled than usual. So oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's hiding out somewhere in the office uh, <laughs> and I, I have no interest in actually seeking him out because I'm afraid of what I will find. Is, you is, know? is he is he uh, pulling the old gambit that we used to do at our part time gig while we were going to to, to the hallowed halls of, of UNH where, uh, you know, you walk into the office and he flies out of nowhere and body checks you into the wall or uh no no he doesn't have that sort of energy no ah, okay. I'm, I'm pretty okay. sure it's like a harry potter like he's living under the stairs somehow oh. like except it's a closet oh dear and it's you know yeah that's, it's that sort of that's thing that's not good no again i'm i mean the, the the office didn't smell that good to start with but it's definitely taken on a different level a layer of funk over what has normally been there <laughs> oh good no lord <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, as we go might through have these to... uh, these rumors, uh, we, we'll, we'll weave into here as we definitely tend to do. Uh, you know, what did we like? What did we not like? You know, things that surprised us in the movie. We'll we'll kind of touch on those those items, but but uh, but of course, the business at hand is the the adjudication of these rumors, fact, fiction, real or jabroni, as as our top bubba would would put it, the Iron Sheik. Uh, 
is this the real or is this the jabroni? That's right, Bubba. <laughs> that jabroni Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Who a big bigger jabroni than Joe than Hulk Hogan? <laughs> I think you would use saltier language than that, but thank you for Oh yeah, I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely Put you in the camel clutch, make you humble. <laughs> I did not break his break his leg in the in the Pontiac Silver Dome because I respect that business. I respect Mister McMahon. That's funny. Oh man, I love those. It's a great cheeky you do, sir. Cheeky baby. That's right. That's right. all right. Take us through here, sir. Well, let's let's see what happens. And, and, and one other point before we start, um, we we did solicit uh, input from our junior division as we uh, started uh, back in December with, I believe, uh, that was with Spider Man. Uh, mm-hmm. So we do have a junior division that we will be uh, also calculating, adjudicating, and tabulating. So, yes. With all that being said, uh, we're going to walk through these rumors and uh, with with a little bit of speed, but we'll. Uh, now wait, did you change the programming so that we actually get a winner out of the out of the junior vision and we don't wind up with a three-way tie again? I applied the corrected tabulation and point scoring as we discussed. Okay, good. So, yes, the the two points for a correct answer, one point for a tie, zero for an incorrect answer is being applied. Okay, that's good because even though that was hilarious, that was just <laughs> That was amazing. Uh, well, I try to entertain if I do anything else. You do it damn well, sir. Thank you, sir. All right. Our first rumor uh, that we will now discuss. Kang the Conqueror will be in the field. Will be in the field. Will be in the film. <laughs> <laughs> and we're off He's to out the roaring... field. <laughs> You're <Kang>! out. <laughs> Kang, get out of that field. Get out of that field. What are you doing? Lightning coming. Oh, it's been a long day, folks. <laughs> Gonna call you Kang the Lightning Rod. <laughs> Told ya. That's how he turns purple. Oh my god. It's gosh. a lightning strike. All right. Anyways. So Kang the Conqueror. That's Con- gotta be Kang. That's right. It's gotta be Kang. The Conqueror will be in the film. Uh real Jabroni. This of course <laughs> was the Jabroni, but as we go through uh the guesses, Uncle Todd. Uncle Todd was feeling it. He thought this was gonna be the real. Yeah. And actually this well, is kind of, this kind of split on family lines now that I'm looking at it. It did. Actually, I'm looking at him like I think my kid cribbed my answers. I believe so. And and uh my my sons both went jabroni on this. You and your daughter went the real. This was the jabroni, so uh victory is mine. Let's just stop it here. All right. <laughs> Were, were you dis- How come you don't want to apply that to the Star Wars trivia, sir? No. I've been offering you that win on a silver platter for weeks. No, no, got to keep it going. Um, it's entertaining stuff. Of course, the one where he has the book in front of him, that's where he wants to keep going. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Were you disappointed, sir, at the lack of Kang in this movie? No, I mean, I kind of went with that just because of I figured if there was going to be any Kang, it would be a it would be sort of incidental. You know, Mm -hmm. I figured it would be it would be kind of a much like the Illuminati Mm -hmm. sort of appearance. It would be limited to uh, one part of the movie and that would really be it. You know, I didn't figure it'd be he'd be playing a prominent role. So, I mean, I wasn't that disappointed. I kind of took a flyer on it, really. It just seemed to make sense. But I totally understand why you wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, going through the story that they decided to tell. With bourbon on the line, folks, he takes a flyer. Interesting. All right. 
like you aren't just picking some of these out of thin air. Don't act like you, you know, you're 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 working this out scientifically. It's a refined science, sir. That I apply to these. Oh, answers. I'm sorry. <laughs> a coin flip is a is a refined science now. Okay, fine. All right. Alrighty. Alrighty then. Uh, number two, uh, Tom Cruise will play a multiverse version of Tony Stark, the real or the jabroni. Hmm. This How one, did your scientific method work on this one, sir? Uh, this one did, did not fare so well for the man they called Tim. Uh, I went the real uh, on this, as did... Yeah, shat the bed might be a way of, of putting it. As did my, my son, uh, TJ, and uh, everyone else, uh, you, sir, your daughter, and uh, my youngest, uh, all went jabroni, which was the correct answer. My daughter's emphatically so. Yeah, I know. She, uh, reading her notes. He better not be. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> What sort of axe to grind with Tom Cruise does she have? <laughs> My St- goodness. You stay with Top Gun, you don't go into Marvel. <laughs> she looked at him and she said, he's suspect. He's suspect. <laughs> Retainer. Actually, it's just the kids just say he's sus now. So we're. We're again showing our age. But. Yeah, I, I try to use that with my sons, and they tell me I'm cringe. So that's 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 what I hear. <laughs> I just walk in you and know, I'm like, "Hey, you're sus," and he's like, and they just shake the both. I mean, both of them they have the same reaction. They just shake their head and they're like, "You're cringe. Just stop." Yeah, it's like, ah, yes, yep. I have hit the ultimate in uncoolness. You might as well be wearing like Bermuda shorts with black socks pulled all the way up in sandals. That's, well, there you go. That, that's where we are. We're, we're whatever version <laughs> of that to our children now. Like we just got to know that and no matter how cool you think you uh, are. And here I'm speaking to all the 40 somethings like no matter how cool you think you are as a parent, you're not. Nope. You're not. Just embrace it. Embrace the geekdom. Uh huh. All right, number three, uh, Sylvie or Loki or both. So again, this was the covering all permutations. So uh, the, this this yep. was a more direct kind of rumor. Uh, will be in the film, uh, real or jabroni? This was, of course, the jabroni. Uh, we mm-hmm. had uh, uh, yourself, sir, myself, and uh, Kalen. Uh, all three were the real. Uh, my sons mm-hmm. uh, were the jabroni, and uh, they they were smarter than their old man. So, <laughs> I mean, granted, it doesn't take much. It doesn't. It really doesn't. I mean, we are self acknowledged idiots on the internet. So, but I mean, this this was my version of of uh, you know, I, I didn't go for Kang the Conqueror, but I I was really kind of hoping, given this was about the multiverse, that we would get some sort of weaving of the of of you know, at least the characters from Loki into this to, to some degree. Uh, but it, yeah. it was not to be, unfortunately. Nope. No. A lot of that has to do though, with, I think the kind of story they were telling and, and we can get oh, into totally. that later on because, uh, we, we have a few rumors that kind of address the antagonists. And I think, uh, that that's where we can talk about that a little bit more, but unfortunately mm. no Sylvie, no Loki, no tie in. So, no bourbon for Uncle Tim, or the man they called Tim. Sorry, uh, didn't mean to steal your uh, moniker there, sir. Um, Always trying to steal that, or one. or your monocle. Anyways, number four. Uh, Gore- Keep your hands off my monocle, sir! <laughs> How dare you! I spit at thee. Uh, Gore the God Butcher. Uh, this is the rumored character that Christian Bale will be playing, will be in the film. Uh, this was a jabroni across the board with my youngest son apparently applying a G to jabroni. And then in parentheses mm. saying, y'all are making people up at this point. 
So we get a we get a rare gubroni. Yeah. <laughs> And, and, you know, a little, I mean, and a little bit of editorial as well. <laughs> it's like, okay, you're right, but you also misspelled the word. So, I mean, let's, you know, maybe just hop down off that high horse. Yeah. Get back on your Shetland pony and be on your way. Okay. Indeed. Just saying. Indeed. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so that was a falsehood and we all got that. So points for all of us. Uh, number five, uh, we said Wolverine Ooh. will be in the film. Uh, that, of course, was the jabroni. Um, I think, uh, you know, with, with all of these we do, there's some aspect of these rumors that I kind of anchor onto. And, and, and this time, I, I think you had done this at one point. I, maybe I'm wrong, but I thought there was a real jabroni where you were really kind of latching onto the mutant. Maybe it was WandaVision or something, but there was like a mutant. Um kind of angle and i think you latched onto it pretty hard this this time i did i i think my undoing was uh was uh the mutants wasn't it no way home oh maybe it was or well no because in wandavision like yeah there was that bit about um you know quicksilver and all that yeah but i think i really went for it in a big bad way for For no No way Way Home. home okay yeah yeah so uh, Wolverine was not in the film. So Uncle Todd went jabroni on this. I went the real because, you know, again, I, I was I was I was bamboozled into believing this was going to be. Uh, the, the, How are you bamboozled exactly, uh, sir? Through I'm just curious. Through shenanigans, tomfoolery. OK, uh, just keep on throwing multisyllabic words out. But you've, you've offered zero in the in the form Ballyhoo. of proof. And that that works. <laughs> No more of this ballyhoo. <laughs> I, th- I thought that one would get you. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> no more ballyhoo. Uh, All right. <laughs> and, I just can't. I I can't do this pro bono thing anymore. He's <laughs> a lunatic. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was great. Uh, so uh, Uncle Todd, uh, Kalen. And Jackson all had jabroni. Uh, myself and my my son TJ had the real, uh, and so we were wrong. You were all right, and so no Wolverine, sadly. No bub, no bubba. All right, number six, uh, Dormammu, who was the big bad from Doctor Strange One, will return in the film. Uh, this was a jabroni-ish across the board uh, from all of us, and we were all correct in thinking that. No Dormammu mm-hmm. at all. Closest we got is a what a Clea? Is that um, am I getting that name right? Oh, is that was that the uh, uh, gal at the end who popped in in the mid credits? Yeah, it was a uh, Charlize Theron. Yeah, yeah her yeah. her new character. Yeah. Which I mean, it's funny because we were we were real close because I mean, if you look in there, it's like oh, that is Dormammu's like world in there when yes. she just rips open reality. I'm like, <laughs> for a second, I'm like, oh, he he pops through. Like, yep. hey, I'd be like, ah, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Almost made it. I'm here. Uh, good Lord. <laughs> um, that would be, be a very uncharacteristic thing for Dormammu. Yes. Like, hi. Yeah, like, oh, geez. Not about the comedy is Dormammu. Uh, not really, no. Number seven, uh, Robert Downey Jr. will not appear as Tony Stark in the film. Uh, this was across the board, the real from all five of us. And uh, that was correct. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. did not appear as Tony Stark because Tony Stark did not appear in the film. Uh, yep. as, as much as he was rumored to be part of the Illuminati, which will come back to bite us in one of these. 
Uh, nonetheless, which is weird, which is kind of interesting because it makes you wonder about the Ultron bots. And okay, is that that was that a Reed Richards thing in that or in that yes. reality, or are they just or did they just kind of glaze over that Tony Stark just wasn't you know might have created them and then he's just not there. I don't know. Right. And, and I mean, you know, we, we saw them in the trailer, so it just kind of lend itself to us thinking, hey, oh, yeah. this could be, you know. So but it was it's one of those things that I think we all were just like, it ain't going to happen. Yeah. Like you're, you're not going to just drop. We, we There's been enough opportunities where they could drop in a, a you know, Robert Downey Jr. cameo mm-hmm. if they chose and if he so chose. And I think it's just a matter of like, no, I think that character is is done dead and gone unless they come up with some some really amazing way to bring him back and he'd be like all right that's kind of cool enough that i would do it yeah. you know yeah oh well all right number eight i know this one hurts uncle todd greatly <laughs> oh my gosh not this one again he, he was sitting in the theater saying why 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 did you do this to me again uh, Mephisto finally debuts in this film. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there was a lot of, of, of horror. There was a lot of, of mm-hmm. I mean, in some cases, I would almost say evil deadish kind of, uh, you know, uh, effects mm-hmm. and Easter eggs throughout this, uh, you know, courtesy of one Sam Raimi. But there was no Mephisto. Uh, and no. thankfully, we all retained our brains on this one and said, no, nope, ain't going to happen on this film. The thing I'm not going to be thrilled with is if we do one of these and Mephisto does finally materialize and we go jabroni on this, I'm going to be very upset because we th- this has been a long stay. This goes all the way back to the beginning. WandaVision debuting on the Bluce that we have been talking about this character and I want to be rewarded with some points and some bourbon when he does finally uh, make it. Uh, you just have to make peace with the fact that if if they debut this character, ain't no one going to see it coming and it's just going to be, a, you know, it's just not going to be a thing. Yep. It just is. Sort of like, you know, the fact that you get, um, so the Inhumans uh, TV show, mm-hmm. which had Black Bolt in it, and the fact that now that's canon, yeah, like that, which uh, m- most people are like that's the worst thing that that Marvel has done, like ever. <laughs> and that, and they're like, and they chose to make that canon and not blah 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 blah. Right. Oh, it's it, but it is one of those things that's just it. It is. It's funny. It is. It is just funny. It is. Number nine oh, was. And, oh, hang on a second. Oh. The. Mrs. Uncle Todd is has arrived back home. Oh wow, she saved me deviled eggs. Ooh. So that's that'll make a nice post podcast snack. Hey, it goes with the whole Mephisto thing. Look at that. <laughs> How does deviled eggs go with them? Oh, actually, okay. He's supposed to right. be uh-huh. like the devil in the Marvel universe, isn't he? <laughs> way to way to tie that in. Way to tie that's, that in. That's why I make the big bucks on the show, man. <laughs> Okay. And by big bucks, I mean take zero and multiply it by any number you want. <laughs> nothing from nothing means nothing. But give something. Oh, boy. Anyways, where we got next? Uh, we're at number nine, which was kind of a, uh, if you thought about it, was a little bit of a trick question uh, mm-hmm. because it, it was well established in the trailer this was going to happen. Mutants will finally, will or, or will officially debut in the MCU. Uh, I mark this as the real because we did get, uh, we got Dr. X, so... Um, Professor X, sir. Professor X, sorry. Charles yeah. Xavier, uh, one Patrick Stewart uh, making yep. his... And one of debut. the most powerful mutants 
mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. You know, as established in Logan very well. But yes, but yeah, no, totally the real, the real. So Uncle Todd and the man they called him got it, as did Jackson, uh, with Kalen and TJ getting a jabroni and therefore zero points. Yeah. So that that was a hard. I mean, that to me, yeah, it was a no brainer because it was it, it was in the trailer. But the spirit of this was again kind of hoping that we would get more of an X Men presence in this uh, film due to the multiversal shenanigans. But that was not to be. Yeah, yeah. Again, a lot of that comes down to just the story they chose to tell and the fact yeah. that they decided. I mean, they did. They took Wanda full on frack and heel, dude. Like there was exactly. no like she's kind of bad and then another big bad shows up and her and dr strange team up and she learns the error of her ways like nah no 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 nope wanda went full on iron chic you know yep. iranian wrestler in the, at the you know just after the 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 hostage crisis yep. you know running down the usa singing the you know the soviet national anthem for the you know the bolsheviks or whatever you know i mean they went full on mm-hmm. there was no half halfway with this and so there wasn't re- there wasn't room for a lot of other story there would have been if you'd gone a different direction but yeah no, you need to spend time on that because that's a that's a lot of storytelling you got to get to. Indeed, some that's some road you got to cover. Did not lend itself to the to the mutants debuting, unfortunately. Well, not in a in a major way, but I yeah. I mean, just yeah. the fact that you have Professor X, it goes that a long huge. way. That was huge. Well, yeah, because I mean, that is the that is the head of you know you have Professor X, you have uh, Magneto, like those are the two like major forces battling Mm -hmm. so if you have one of them debut i mean we now know what comes next yep yep it's much more than like if you had like you know uh like uh you know storm or or something i was like oh well that's kind of cool if you're a fan but i mean what does it mean you know yeah no, Professor X shows up. You're like, okay, so time is a ticking on when we get an X Men movie, <laughs> and when we start like getting more and more and more and more towards that. Yeah. You know, yeah. All right, number ten, and, and the fact that they had they, they used the the theme music, the little bit of the theme music from a. Uh, like the X Men animated series, did you notice that there was a little, a little bit of a hint of that in there? Oh, that, I did. I, I wasn't. Oh, it was fantastic. How did it go? It was lovely. It is that. I can't do it exactly. Okay. Interesting. But oh my gosh, it was it was very it was kind of subtly hinted at in it. I yeah. was like, oh, that's lovely. That was gorgeous. Interesting. All right, uh, number ten, Fantastic Four, and we put a three out of four stipulation on this. Uh, we got to have mm-hmm. at least three of the Fantastic Four to to make this one real. We'll officially debut in the MCU. Uh, we only got one out of four, ladies and gentlemen, and he didn't last a whole long time. So uh, this no. is a this is a jabroni, uh, and this was jabroni for Uncle Todd, myself, uh, Kalen, and uh, TJ and Jackson went the real. Uh, so jabronis uh, have it. Uh, we we got to read Richard. And Reed Richards, uh, well, good good to know you, sir. At least in in Universe uh, Eight One Eight or whatever that was. So um, yeah, not exactly showing his his strongest smart side either. When he was like, "Hey, let me give away how this dude is going to annihilate you." Yeah. Oh, really? 
He and Black Bolt in that movie really came off as as truly jabronis in that one because Black Bolt kind of stand he does that superhero pose with a grin on his face. I'm like, are are you trying to pretend you're in the comics or something? And then Wanda ends that pretty quick. Oh yeah. I mean, oh yeah. She, yeah, she, yeah. No. She she took Black Bolt to the cleaners. <laughs> hmm Yep, and rightfully so. And you know, I think part of it is because you you are setting up the Illuminati yeah. to look dumb to yeah. make it look like a bad idea because it is yeah you know hey we're gonna make all these dis- and you and you start seeing it as they as they finally get into like how they dealt with their doctor strange and 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 the and what they've done it's like e yeah maybe these maybe these are you know some smart people but eh, they also are kind of dumb as well i gotta say it was kind of cool and 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 it really does kind of show just the the longevity of of you know Marvel at this point in movies where they did that flashback to when they you know destroyed their version of Doctor Strange and how mm. it was just kind of this throwaway background that they're on Titan with Thanos's like weapon like through his chest and he's off to the side yeah and 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 they do him in and I'm thinking to myself I mean like it was a big deal for the characters in Endgame and Infinity War well I think it was Endgame mostly no, no, it was mm-hmm. Infinity War uh, as well. You know, like space was always kind of that like, you know, out there region that they didn't really. And, and sorry, I mean, for for characters like Captain America, Tony Stark, those who were earthbound didn't mm-hmm. typically go into space. You know, you had Guardians of the Galaxy, you had Thor, that. But primarily the heroes kind of stuck to Earth. And so when we got to Endgame and Infinity War, they obviously, you know, went beyond that quite a bit. So it was just kind of funny to me that you just see the Illuminati, all of whom are really based around Earth. You know, like it was just kind of this, yep, they made it to Titan too, and they must have done a number on Thanos, and then they decided to take out their strange. And (laughs) so it was just like... yeah. So it was just kind of interesting how far we've come, you know, where where it's, oh, it's totally. no, no longer really grounded uh, in in you know with with our planet anymore. Um, well, and you're and you're getting like you get the whole Captain Carter, oh yeah, thing, yeah. you know, to just drop in there and and you know, even Black Bolt again coming from a yep. a, a, a a streaming service a streaming show that people are like this was not good, and just dropping him in there, which yep. I mean. Had to have been, you know, kind of a, a surprise for people who are who watch that show because it again doesn't sound like there's a ton of fans, but yeah, wow, yeah. All right, so we are done with the section called In and Out, which was all about the people, the characters, and folks who will be in or out of the movie. We're going to move on to uh, a an aptly titled "Thank You, Uncle Todd, for uh, thinking of this." Uh, What's up with that? Uh, which is all about what was going on in the film. So uh, we don't we don't get the song. What's going on here? Ooh wee! What's up with that? What's up with that? All right, here we go. Nice, thank you. Number eleven. The film starts directly after the end of Spider-Man: No Way Home, and to that I say, No way, man! They called him. Uh, yeah. This was Jabroni, and we fell hook, line, and sinker. All five of us for this one. <laughs> Well, I mean, so how how long was it after that? Do we did we get a feel for that? We didn't, but and and I know this wasn't explicitly stated in the sentence. The idea would be though it started relatively soon after he cast the spell to kind of, you know, yeah. you know, do what he did to kind of wipe Peter or not wipe Peter's, but wipe everyone else's memory of Peter. And uh-huh. 
the idea would be it would it would in my mind at least kind of like the rocky movies right it would start with some aspect of no way home with him doing that and then you know of course not get into the spider-man part of it so much but kind of follow strange after that you know what i mean um yeah that did not happen unfortunately Instead, we got nope. we got Ponytail Strange uh, fighting in some sort of alternate dimension as he tried to get the Book of Ashanti. That that was kind of that was a, a quite a brutal beginning for uh, for a Marvel movie. Now that oh, totally. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, the fact is, this is the first Marvel movie that is is basically labeled in the horror genre. Yes. Yeah. The first MCU movie. Uh, Maybe because Mephisto the, will be the next one. What was the uh, the New Mutants, which was a 20th Century Fox joint, which got buried? Yeah, <laughs> was a was more of a horror movie, uh, but that is that was pretty much like just buried as soon as it came out because yeah, that was right after the merger. So, but yeah, it's it it, it was a fairly I mean overall a fairly brutal movie mm. in general. Yep, you know a, a lot more went a lot harder in some aspects than than we'd seen in any other marvel movies yeah for sure oh yeah yeah but unfortunately uh while the film you know timeline wise timeline wise does start after spider-man no way home it does not start directly after it so that is yep. the jabroni mm-hmm. um now I'm realizing too, and of course we wouldn't have known this until we watched the movie. But it's it's just a shame we don't have a uh, real or jabroni for you know does does Papa Pizza get paid? <laughs> Bruce Campbell, ladies and gentlemen, oh, Bruce Campbell. He was a revelation. I didn't realize I didn't realize that was him in the moment. Oh really? Like when they, I just didn't because it just it didn't register for me because uh, I mean I'm not a huge Sam Raimi. A fan in terms of like oh yeah i've seen all the evil dead movies and isn't that yeah. i mean i've saw i saw army of darkness once upon a time yeah uh, enough to know it and all that but i've it, I, i'm not as familiar with bruce campbell's uh resume if you will mm. uh, really the the movies that i know bruce campbell from army of darkness and bubba hotep <laughs> Wait, you never saw Evil Dead Two when he does the shtick of of his hand beating himself up? Well, isn't that isn't that uh, Army of Darkness? Uh, it may have happened in that one too. It's kind of the thing he does. Is well, his, I thought his, his I thought Army of Darkness and was smacking himself around. I thought Army of Darkness was Evil Dead Two. No, Army of Darkness comes after Evil Dead Two. Really? So Evil Dead 2 is is based it's really creepy. It's ba- it, it, and that is probably closer to a horror movie than a comedy film. It just became more comedy because of Bruce Campbell and the way he portrayed everything and just how over the top it was. So then they made Army of Darkness to be more comedy based, but at the end of Evil Dead 2, he is tra- he is basically time transported to medieval times, which is where Army oh, of Darkness yeah. starts. So he already okay, has yeah. the the uh, the uh, chainsaw for a hand sort of thing, and he has his boomstick and all that. Well, no, because it, it, there's Wikipedia. The beginning my of no, the beginning of Army of Darkness. Then it recaps some of that. Correct. Because I do correct. Okay, um, I just looked it up. Yeah, because it was the third installment. I, I for some reason I thought it was the second. You are correct, sir. Thank you. Um, which is interesting because it was. Uh, 
directed, co-written, and co-edited by Sam Raimi, which I is like that's one of those things where it's like he's just all over this thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that was cool. All right, so I stand corrected. But no, I didn't. I didn't. See, I didn't know that was. I didn't notice that it was him right off. But then when they came back, like the the post credit scene, I was like, oh my gosh, Bruce Campbell, of course, you know, which was great. Oh, and that that, that was... whole scene was great too, where it's like you know, you know, well it'll be over soon. Oh, in a couple minutes, three weeks. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That was great. That was great. <laughs> it's kind of one of those things like, you know what? Don't piss off Doctor Strange. No. Because there's times when he's just gonna be a complete just gonna be a complete doink on you. And that's it. I just love his line. Papa Pizza always gets paid, or Pizza Papa always yeah. gets paid, or whatever it was. But but then the yeah, whole pizza thing where Papa. he starts slapping himself around, I'm like, oh my gosh. Sam Raimi must have said, Take it back 30 years, Evil Dead 2, and yeah. go. <laughs> And then you did have, great. Have chin, will travel. That's right. All right. Moving right along. Number 12. Wanda brings back her sons through multiversal shenanigans. So I called this the real because uh, I, I was reading this as her sons were part of another multiverse. She was going to bring them back. She did have a moment with them. Of course, they were petrified of her. Um, and, yeah. and that led to, to her escaping and, and leaving them alone. But I, I, I mean, we all went the real on this, so I can go jabroni if you think this was not uh, hit on the letter, uh, which means none of us get points. But uh, I, I, I don't know. I kind of thought it was the real. So I, I think it counts as real because I mean, she was about bringing, to bring them back. So yes, there was an attempt. There was new footage of them. It wasn't just like mm-hmm. obvious like footage from WandaVision that was repurposed. I mean, yeah, I think it counts. All right. All right. It was amazing how I'll close we were it. with that one, though, because that was kind of the crux of the movie, right? She, yeah. Her whole goal was to bring her sons back to her universe through multiversal shenanigans. I mean, it really is. It's it's the same as Into the Spider-Verse, really. Yeah. When you when you come down to it, it's ah, the same type right. of story, just in a very uh, a different, you know, kind of MacGuffin, if you will, and, mm-hmm. and heroes and things like that. Ballyhoo. But yes, Ballyhoo. Um <laughs> But I mean, it, it is a very familiar story as well. It, it is one of those things where you're like, well, of course, this is one of the stories you're going to tell. Somebody's going to try and find another them, you yeah. know, in the in the multiverse. Um, By the way, but yeah, did you know that my reference to Ballyhoo comes from Goodwill Hunting? Of course I do. Oh, okay. uh, I just want to make sure was, we were referring to the same thing because I, I what was uh, that guy's name? It was Plimpton? George Plimpton. Um, Yes. He was playing a therapist and he's like, come yep. on, Will, no more, no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, yep. no more ballyhoo. <laughs> yep. And he was also the dude, he was a, <laughs> uh, an, an author of note. Yes, he was. And he was. was the one who, uh, back in like the fifties or the sixties wrote the book paper tiger or paper lion. Mm-hmm. And he actually, he, he, he worked to become a, to play with the Detroit lions. Oh. And wrote about the experience. Wow, real renaissance so man, have Mr. Plimpton. Yes, yes. I don't think I think he passed away not that long after Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, because yeah. I mean he was a young cat at that point. I just love that line. But, oh yeah, it was, it was a that was a great no cameo. Oh, so who. good. <laughs> oh, so good. <laughs> so good. All right, number thirteen, uh, and here's where we go off the rails, folks. <laughs> 
the young Avengers, not us, the five of us, but I'm just saying the rumors go off the rails. The young Avengers form during the film. Uh, That's a big old jabroni, Bubba. Yeah, that's just too much. I don't know who was thinking that. I mean, granted, I mean, yeah, you have America Chavez, which is like, okay, yeah, Yeah. there is a member. But I mean, it's a Doctor Strange movie. You've got Wanda in there like. Then you have the hints of the Illuminati. It's like, really? You think the Young Avengers are going to come out in this? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Come on. It's it's not like a, a three-parter. Yep. <laughs> so it's a single movie. Yeah. Was not to be. Was not to be. Ew. Number 14. Uh, we see some of the immediate events after Sylvie kills He Who Remains post-Loki season finale. Uh, now, I would, I would say here. Yes. Because you do have this down as jabroni, correct? No, I have this down as real. We both do. You, me, and Kalen, uh, and Jackson I know, but, went the real. But you're this. you're you're saying that it it was jabroni as the as the correct answer was jabroni. Yes, TJ was the only one who said jabroni, so I gave him credit for that. I would argue. Oh, good lord! If I could. Yes, Your Honor. May I? May I approach the bench? You, you may approach. Here to you're walking over, but you're gonna limp back. <laughs> Here to four and forthwith. I would argue, uh, your your royal lowness that um, <laughs> please Chucky that, commence. <laughs> quite honestly, we could have been watching the the events. It was not distinctly stated, but we could have been watching the events. We could have. We don't know. But we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but, sir, it, even if we even if we weren't aware, it does not change the fact that they are. <laughs> Here to four with concurrently. Ergo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, sir. I think I have to rule. Race up South Ecuador. I think. You, Amen. I think I have to rule. Yes. Suspect. <laughs> And you're right. <laughs> I, All right, fine. I, I I understand there is a similar hue to that area they were in, and I, I was wondering if we were seeing broken bits of, of the uh, He Who Remains castle, but uh, sadly, there, there was really nothing to, to co- you know, to corroborate that at all it was it, it was merely conjecture uh concurrently heretofore with uh denied all right fine next all right number 15 here we once again go off the rumor rails with this crazy one the celestial mm. arisham as you would recall from the Eternals, uh, mm. uses the multiversal shenanigans as the third strike for passing judgment on Earth. Uh, I think the idea here was uh, in a post-credit scene, we would see Arisham be like, "That's it, I'm done with you, people." Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Judgment. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> judgment and wrath fall upon you. Uh, this did not happen, of course, and uh, the five of us uh, went jabroni across the board, showing uh, cooler and evenly keeled minds uh, and not falling for this uh, dumpster fire of a rumor. Mm. Uh, number 16. Uh, the Illuminati formed after the events of the Loki season finale. Now, if you want to approach the bench, I'm reading this and thinking, well... Technically, that might be true. <laughs> no, 
no, because there was no mention of He Who Remains. Yeah, that's true. Well, and actually, I mean, they, they existed in a different universe, so whether they formed after or... Well, technically, I guess they did form after, because once He Who Remains dies, then everything split, right? Well, yeah, but you're also talking about, like, the Illuminati would have had to have formed before the events of Endgame and and Infinity right. War, because there already was an Illuminati. Yeah. Then Strange went off the rails. They managed to defeat Thanos, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then they were like, Oh, and by the way, Strange, we're going to vaporize you with this guy's halitosis yeah. vo- voice or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah, it's Jabroni. So Uncle Todd, man, they call Tim Kale, and all Jabroni, TJ and Jackson went the real, so they get goose egg for points. Because <sighs> that's yep. how this contest rolls. Uh, no, yep, no, exactly. All right, now here, here's here's the... F- <laughs> This is good. Uh, number 17, the Illuminati will include Professor X. Yes. I'm going to skip one. Reed Richards. Yes. Black Bolt, King of Inhumans. Yes. Tony Stark. Thank you. <laughs> and Doctor Strange, which technically was a yes. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is, will include. Yeah. So, I mean... Yeah, no, there's no way to defend that one. Nope, we were all wrong. To- well, well, Tony Stark is what sinks it because there there was yeah. no Tony Stark as part of the no. Illuminati. So you and I, uh, actually, all five of us went the real on this, and so all five of us goose egg for points. Yes. Uh, number eighteen, Christine Strange's love interest is sacrificed due to multiversal shenanigans. You know, I thought mm. for a moment when Wanda was going all rampage. In, mm-hmm. in Earth 818 or wherever that is. I'm probably getting it screwed up with Earth 616. Well, I mean, you think about it. We had two chances. Yeah. We, we had <laughs> yeah, double two. the chances of one of them getting taken out. And for neither of them to get taken out, inconceivable. Uncle Todd was rooting for this one. Believe me, ladies and gentlemen, he had the reel on this, and it was not to be. It was Jabroni. I was like, get her. Get her. He's like, I was one this close. I was this close. Oh, my gosh. Oh, well. So I went jabroni on this, uh, as did uh, Jackson. Uh, but Uncle Todd, Kalen, and TJ went the real. Uh, so the jabronis have it because she survived, remained intact, and uh, lived to fight another day. Unlike Captain Carter. <sighs> or Kristen Dunst, who did me in on Spider-Man. But anyways. No, oh, hey, yeah. Yeah, Captain Carter did not fare well, sadly. Um, uh, well, it was a farewell. <laughs> no, she, she, she got the Darth Maul treatment. <laughs> I could do this all day. Not so much. Zink. Not so much. It was almost like the same filming of the scene, too, when you think about it. You just see like her upper body and just the look on her face. It was very similar to Maul. She just couldn't fall backwards into some, you know, gaping hole into the universe. Anyways. Yeah. Ah. <sighs> At number 19, this one I figure will, I don't know if we'll get a debate or not on it, but uh, it, just interesting nonetheless. Wanda will destroy the Illuminati. 99%. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's that 1% she left behind, though. Well, wait a minute. Who? Uh, Mordo. Mordo was part was of the he- Illuminati, and he did not face her. That's right. So technically. Technically, yep, the Illuminati he, was not fully defeated by, uh, by Wanda. Yeah, uh, yep, yeah, she, a, she, 
He was a little Although you got to admit, guy. like they've they fed the Illuminati to her like Goldberg oh. on the streak. Oh my gosh. Just jobbed them out one after the other. Yep. I mean, and it worked because you're like, oh my gosh, like this is serious. Like Wanda is there is no going back now. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that was a telling point in, in the movie and the story. Um, I, I did like how there was a, a very dismissive sense uh, as strange, uh, you know, the strange that we're familiar with or, you know, tied to um, informs them of how dangerous she is and the way they dismiss him. Oh, yeah. And are just like, oh, well, we'll take care of it. I mean, and it kind of goes to their body language, too. Like, I was joking about Black Bolt when he kind of crosses his arms and has this grin on his face like, yeah, I'm going to I'll just open my mouth and take you out. And before he can do anything, he's done. You know, I mean, literally mm-hmm. that literally that is like the Nile scene from Frasier I was telling you about last episode where it's just like, you know, popping the balloon. Thank you. You're done. <laughs> I mean, she's yeah. literally going through them like that quickly. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. I mean, and take him out just that way. And then, yeah. I mean, everyone else, it took a little bit longer, but not. I mean, Mr. Fantastic took, you know, it took a pr- progressively longer as they went. Mm-hmm. But, oh, my gosh, still, it didn't seem to bother her that much. No, no. Now, this was a this was a different Wanda than we've or, or this was a Wanda we maybe got a hint at in age of Ultron, maybe slightly. Um, well, no, we, we got the best hint in, um, in end game because they oh. they even said like, that was the one Avenger who could have taken out Thanos on their own yeah. is Wanda. Yeah. And that, that, the, that was the moment when, you know, Thanos like rain fire, yes. you know, yep. Yep. because Wanda was, was taking him out. Yep. Yep. So it kind of makes sense. So uh, it is Jabroni, and uh, all of us had Jabroni. Uh, sorry, so Uncle Todd, myself, Kalen had Jabroni, uh, and TJ and Jackson had the real. So mm. points to us. Uh, number 20, once again, rumors going off the rails. Some combination of Moon Knight, Hawkeye's protege, Black Widow's sister, and the X-Men are drafted to help Strange battle the creatures that crossed universes. Yeah, not, not so much. Not even just a bit outside. Uh, <laughs> outside the ballpark, maybe. Just, just, just I, I literally just had this moment of Bob Eucharism just, just come over me. Yeah, just uh-huh. a bit outside. Oh my gosh, that's just, that's just so much to happen. Oh I mean, come on, yeah. Yeah, and thankfully, uh, cooler heads prevailed on this one. All five of us went jabroni because it just did not feel like it was the time. Although I have yeah. to say, it would be kind of interesting if when they released a movie that Marvel somehow tied in, like like because Moon Knight just ended before Str- I think Doctor Strange debuted. Uh, Doctor Strange two, yeah. I mean, and. So it would have been kind of interesting timing from a marketing sense to have, you know, Moon Knight be in the show, you know what I mean, or, or be in the movie. Well, um, true, but but also you have to think about how part of what the part of what Marvel is dealing with now is the fact that they actually had to reshuffle order mm-hmm. of their movies. Like mm-hmm. I apparently this movie was supposed to come out before No Way Home. Oh, good point. Good point. And Quantum Mania, I th- I think, um, was actually supposed to come out either before or not that. Long. I mean, they've shuffled around their dates quite a bit, and and having to flip flop some new some movies. Now, granted, they they did that because of a fracking, you know, 
once in a once in a century, you know, pandemic. But still, it's it gets a little dicey. I mean, Star Wars pulled it off with um, to a degree because if we if you remember when the when Mandalorian came out and they had uh, Grogu healing Mando, yeah, using the Force, yeah, they had either just done that with. Um, Ray in uh, Rise of Skywalker or the Rise of Skywalker, it came out afterwards. And so you had a preview one of with one or the other in a very kind of low key way. Yeah. Yeah. It's but it's kind of dangerous to do that the other way. And also, I think I wonder what the impact would be. I wonder if it'd be one of those things where it would be a little too cute where it's like, oh, you have to watch every single thing we're doing. You know what I mean? Right. Right. I mean, granted, there's a lot of people who are, but I think there's still some people who are casual enough that they're not keeping up on every single show and they're kind of just, you know, I don't know. I might be overthinking it. I probably am. It'd be interesting. It would be. But it didn't happen. All right. It sure as shooting didn't happen. No, it didn't. It didn't. Number 21. Uh, Strange seeks out Wanda's help to magically interact with the book of Vashanti. Uh, mm-hmm. so this one I put as jabroni, uh, because while he seeks her out, he does not seek her out to interact with that book. He seeks her out mm. to understand why is she trying to capture, uh, America Chavez? Um, because that mm. is, he comes to surmise is what is going on, that she is the cause of, um, what is happening to this girl. And so that is what he approaches Wanda's help about. I am. So uh, Uncle Todd had the reel on this one. I had as, uh, and let me see, uh, myself and and TJ had Jabroni. Kalen and Jackson had the reel, although for some reason Jackson put true. We do not accept that answer. Uh, It is real Jabroni. All right. Um, Number 22. Okay, here's a good one. Um, this I wouldn't say this is totally <laughs> off the rails. It seemed within the realm, given the 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 trailer, at least. I mean, some of these, like the Moon Knight one, it's like Moon Knight was nowhere to be seen in the trailer. All right, number yeah. 22. The film incorporates the House of M storyline, where Professor X reveals that everything we've seen up to this point is not the main story, but instead a pocket dimension created when mutants were removed from the world. Now, this is actually, I believe, a story that took place in the comics. So this is not completely off the rails however no not at all uh and it was a it was a fairly major storyline in the comics i believe it crossed over several different books yeah 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 which is you know there's there's there have been several of those type of things that crossed over multiple titles uh and and that's a huge undertaking because it's not like these are all written by the same people and the same production team so maintaining that is is a is a pain and a half and House of M, I believe, is one of those one of those kind of uh, titles and a revered title at that. Like it's one of the ones that worked really well that people were like, oh, my gosh, this is great. Nice. Ain't no little thing. Nice. Yep. Yep. Uh, just give me one second. I just have to send a text to someone one moment. Do 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 do
<laughs> sorry, I had to text my son back. All right. Uh, uh, sorry, where where did we end on House of... He had just shot me a text and I was kind of like half listening, so I apologize. Um, no, I just said it was a, a revered thing, but we can, we can cut back in with this. I'll, I'll just say... Um, go ahead. But saying all that, the fact is like it's just too big of a story and too much. I mean, yeah. that works in a comic book where you can kind of pull that off. Yeah. But I, I felt like it, in the MCU, they it, it'd be way too dangerous for them to not dangerous, but it would be it would be way too jarring for them to all of a sudden be like, yeah, everything you've seen over the 20 plus movies up until now is wrong. Right, right. I, I just feel like that's just way too much. Yeah. You know, you spent so much time building in here and now it's like now everything is different. And and that that's that's a that's a huge undertaking. Yeah. You know. And you know, so out of the five of us, I was the only one that went the real on this. Now I went the real on this because when you think about what we knew up to that point with the trailer and everything else we we had seen, all of the ingredients were there for that House of M storyline. You had Wanda, you had Strange, you had mm-hmm. Professor X, you had the Illuminati. I mean, all of those things were part of that. I mean, at least from the 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 little that I read about it, were all part of this. And so it had the ingredients for it, but clearly when we saw the actual cake after it came out of the oven, did not quite look like it at all. So um, no. this went in a very, very different direction. So everyone else put jabroni, I put the real. So uh, I am a jabroni uh after number 22 shame shame yes suspect <sighs> number 23 bet you wish you had a retainer 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 all right number 23 uh the multiverse is caused by dr strange casting spells from a book of dark magic called the dark hold so three quarters of that sentence was correct <laughs> yep <laughs> It was so close. So close. <laughs> so Doctor Strange does, in fact, cast spells from the Darkhold, and it is a book of dark magic and was a major you know, point of the plot uh, during this story. However, he did not cause However, the multiverse through it. No. He did not. So uh, it all came down to, let's see, all five of us put Jabroni with Jackson apparently now going from Gubroni with a G to Hubroni with an H. <laughs> Some some very interesting spellings going on with Jackson in this. It's it's a subplot in and of itself, it really. It is. Oh my goodness, he is he is a funny guy. All right. Um, yeah. So I guess not much more to say other than yeah, the Darkhold. Uh, you know, having actually what what was kind of interesting was the Book of Ashanti and the Darkhold, which are both parts of rumors that we we see here as we go through this, mm-hmm. um, did in fact play a role in the movie. Yeah. So, no, so no, we totally. weren't far off including those things. They just didn't uh, pan out the way that their respective rumors were written. Yeah. So, which is always the, the sort of the, there's the, the problem rub. here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> these, yes. With these rumors. All right. Number 24. Uh, we're getting to the end here. Strange ends the film as the Sorcerer Supreme after resolving the story's main conflict. And four of us bought into this dumpster fire. <laughs> one of us w- retained their 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 head on this one. So, yep. Uh, Jackson went jabroni. He is correct. Uh, the rest of us went the real. We were wrong. You're wrong. Yeah. 
thought we were going to get it. He was going to get like a battlefield promotion, but not to be. Yeah. Yeah. Not to be. Okay. No Wong's hanging on to that one. Yes, he is. No, no way. Yes, he is. All right. That concludes the we. What's up with that section? Uh, we we are get now, the song twice. What's that? I said we get the song twice. You did. You did. Now, I don't uh, recall exactly the tune, but uh, the old Johnny Cash, When the Man Comes Around. Uh, yes. That is our final section, our last five rumors all about who is the main antagonist going to be. So, number 25, Wanda is the main antagonist. You, ding, 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 ding. Myself, uh, actually, all of us but Kaylin went the real on this. She went the jabroni, mm-hmm. um, and we uh, hit pay dirt, ladies and gentlemen. Wanda is, in fact, the main antagonist. And how? And it's what, it's what they said, really, from the beginning. That was the, that was the main rumor, and even though they, there's been, oh, well, maybe this and maybe that and maybe this, it turns out, like, yeah, that's... There was they were setting up Wanda as the big bad, and now I've man got to give him credit for committing to it. Now I have to ask you, sir, was it really yes, Wanda, or was it Mephisto? <laughs> oh dear, sweet God, just no, it was Wanda. <laughs> it was. Wanda. I I can't even make any jokes about it at this point. I'm so done with Mephisto. <laughs> I think that's probably it one of the reasons so why they're just times. like you know what. We've got to wait five. We've got to wait until like phase ten before we <laughs> debut Mephisto because everyone is is just so sick of the character at this point. Even though he's never debuted, like it's it, we have to let that one we have to let that one sit for a while, let it breathe. Here's what's going to happen: you and I are going to be in our retirement years, <laughs> and we're going to have to call each other and say, "He finally debuted." <laughs> Oh, you know, the funny thing <laughs> is like, like that's going <laughs> to retirement age by the time that we're ready to retire is going to be like 92. Oh my gosh. No kidding. No kidding. All right. Uh, number 26, Mordo is the main antagonist. Uh, this mm, is not so much. Uh, he is not the main antagonist. He is a form of an antagonist uh, in, in a very kind of, subplot kind of way um yeah although not even as an aggressive an antagonist as i would as i had thought he was going to be yeah yeah i see i uh, when i saw the trailer i wasn't thinking he would be a multiverse version of mordo i thought it was going to be like mordo from dr strange one but he somehow was part of this like illuminati group that you know was policing the multiverse now that it's a thing and uh yeah that was way off Way, way off. Yeah, because that's what I was thinking too. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, he's not going to be, you know, the main antagonist, but he's, oh, he's going to be in the mix. Yeah. And then, oh, wait, no, it's a kinder, gentler Mordo from a different universe. Although yeah, I really did enjoy how Strange was like kind of riling him up with this whole thing. He's like, oh, I see what you did. You you went and you off the other Strange, and now look at you. You're part of the Illuminati. You're the Sorcerer Supreme. This is all about you building yourself up at my expense. <laughs> Yes. Oh, totally. Got him. <laughs> it was great. Got him riled right up and oh, played right into his hands. Fantastic. Uh, so, yes, all of us jabroni uh, minus Kalen as the real. So, number 27, uh, Gore the God Butcher. Yes, once again, Gore rears his head, is the yep. main antagonist. Uh, and thankfully, all five of us didn't buy into this one at all. This was jabroni across the board. 
Uh, yes. And as we saw, it is, in fact, a falsehood. So you're prony. Uh, number 28, Doctor Strange is the inadvertent main antagonist. Uh most of us went the real, actually four of us went the real. TJ was the only one who went jabroni. And I, I mark this as jabroni because I don't really feel like strange. I mean, if you consider the multiversal strange towards the end, but he wasn't the main antagonist. He was just a subplot sort of thing. So, well, yeah, not unless you wanted to get into like the strange that they offed in that other world. And, right. and that was such like a, right. You know, it happened in the past and everything else. So yeah, it, totally correct. And I and I remember why we did this is because this was our this was a CYA sort of thing. We were trying to cover our butts in case Wanda wasn't. And this is another sort of like, oh my gosh, if you yep. if you read the Infinity uh, Saga a mm-hmm. different way, like Tony Stark is the main antagonist right. in, in an right. undercover sort of way. Yeah. So I think we were trying to cover our butts in case something like that happened. Uh, the bill At least that's what due. I was doing. Wow. Yes, and uh, it it didn't come due this uh, for uh, for that Doctor nope. Strange. At least, nope. We we lost we we loosed we lost a big on that one. So, yeah. All right, and our final rumor. Mm-hmm. Finally, at the end, ladies and gentlemen, the creatures. This is such a, a down one to end with. This is this is very anticlimactic now that I'm reading this. The, I know. I was wondering why you kind of finished up on this one, but well, because I you were just getting tired. One, <laughs> this was one from one of the sources, so I, I threw it in. But the creatures of the multiversal crossover are the main antagonists that Strange and company must contain. This one was built off that 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 dumpster fire of a rumor that it was all about the Young Avengers, I think. And so, well, yeah, it, it was and it would have made sense. Him, I'm sorry. Go ahead. kind of you know doing their thing sorry good yeah it would have made sense in like a 90s comic book movie yeah yeah because it, it, it was still very much like oh and this monster is coming and it wasn't necessarily in excuse me in uh in the storytelling level of what the mcu is doing yep and is that's just not a thing that's going to happen now like it it has to be related in some way like you're already going down this path so yeah, that's that ain't gonna happen here. No, no way. All five of us went jabroni, and all five of us were correct. So now we come to the part of the show. Ah, uh, yes. Where Uncle Todd, the maths, looks at me and says, "Sir, have you have you done the calculate, the tabulate? Give me my." Give me my bourbon right now. He's, uh, he's, he's got a he's got a nub of a of a number two pencil. Absolutely, <laughs> no eraser left on it. Absolutely, five legal pads in shreds around him. Well, we we do have a first. Uh, so I, I'm I'm gonna first uh, adjudicate and rule on the the junior division before uh, before I get to our score. So in the junior division between T.J. Jackson and Kalen. Uh, uh, yes. If we go back to uh, the Book of Boba Fett, oh, actually, it was Book of Boba Fett where they they jumped in. It was yes. it was not Spider Man. I'm sorry. This is Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, this is only the second one they've done with us, I believe. That is true. Yes, that is true. Uh, last time uh, it was Jackson uh, in first, Kalen in second, and TJ in third. Uh, when we did Book of Boba Fett for Doctor Strange, uh, here are the returns, ladies and gentlemen. Drum roll, please. Uh, once again, Jackson makes it a two-time, two-time champion at uh, twenty-four points. TJ has wow. twenty-two points, and Kalen has twenty points. Gee. And this is with that doesn't two- bode well for me because she <laughs> followed a lot of my answers. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> 
And this is with a scoring uh, a rubric of correct is two points, a tie. So if two of them uh, got it, or if all three of them got the same answer, then they got one point each. And then uh, if it was a wrong answer, it was zero. Uh, so yes, we have Jackson celebrating a second victory. Uh, he gets nothing for this, but you know, bragging rights. <laughs> so that's about it. All right. And now for for the the uh, bragging rights and the bourbon. Uh, yes. For the first time, I believe, uh, in our history of doing the real and jabroni, we have a tie, ladies and gentlemen. At twenty, are you fracking kidding me? Really? Three points apiece. You and I, twenty three points apiece. Uh, we have a tie. I don't know what to do. <laughs> So what do we do for a tiebreaker? We have to like feats of strength. Is that <laughs> airing of grievances? Do we have to razzle for it? I don't. Um, uh, wow, I was not prepared for this outcome. I was uh, not either. So we we uh, we either call it a, a tie and therefore bourbon for no one, or uh, I don't know, or or maybe we we leave this to our our mid July trip and and we we each buy each other a round or something. I don't know. We, we we pull the Rodney Dangerfield back to school. I want you to bring a pitcher of beer every 10 minutes until the first person passes out. Then every 12 minutes. And we'll we'll decide who's who's what what really happens. They will be asleep by the first pitcher. Oh my gosh. No kidding. No kidding. Um, wow, we'll have to figure this out. But I still want my bourbon from the last one, damn it. This does not absolve you of your responsibility. I, I fully, fully accept the accountability and responsibility and we'll... Uh, Are you sure? Because it's been like three months. I will, so I will just ship that out uh, post-haste. <laughs> post-haste, sorry. Apologies. Maybe we just need to do a, a coin flip. We're not doing a I've, coin I've, flip. I've got a quarter right here. No, we're not. We're not. Why are we not? Because... We contested. We both tied. Therefore, we're at a stalemate. I'm not going to let a flip of the coin mean I have to buy you another bottle of bourbon. I, I cannot accept this. Are you this. kidding me? That's right. Are you kidding me? That's like, right. It's, it's, it's fan theories from the interwebs made up by God only knows who and us guessing, but yet a coin flip is too much, a bridge too far, really? <laughs> oh, when you put it that way. <laughs> I'm just saying it's it's just as valid. In fact, at least this coin, I can see it in front of me. Yeah, which calls unlike, into question. Uh, unlike the chuckleheads who are writing these theories, who we, who we have no idea who they are. Uh, so I, I'm going to have to trust that you're going to give me an accurate and uh, true result out of this, eh? Oh, my gosh, really? So the guy who, who's been just plaguing me on this Star Wars Red 5, now you're going to call into question my, you know what? Never mind. I'll find some other way. I refuse. I'm like, Bill Adam, I refuse to have my my integrity questioned in this manner. Harumph, I say. Oh, Harumph, really? There we go. There we go. I like my idea of when when we are in person together, we we each buy the other around as a sign of well done. And it's one round. It's not a bottle, it's a round. Which probably will cost about a half a bottle. So Exactly. It's more economical all the way around, even with the shipping. <laughs> And I say that as someone who who had a who had myself a, a drink of bourbon last night when I went out, and I was like, "Dear Lord, that is 
for that 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 double on the rocks, I paid half of what a bottle is. Ah, it's incredible. It is incredible. What a mock-up. Well, well but done, oh well. sir. I, I I tip my hat to you. Uh, we we uh, had a spirited battle and came out uh, each the better uh, stalemate, nonetheless. And uh, yeah, we'll just bite each other around when we get together. Well, so the big question is: Are you actually, in fact, wearing a hat that you were able to tip? Uh, I am not. I'm wearing headphones at the moment. And you're the one calling my integrity into <laughs> question, sir. Good lord. How <sighs> dare you? <laughs> well, harumph again, I say. The last a rumor rumph. may have been a, a dud, but at least we ended on a bang. <laughs> Good lord. It's a tie. It's more like a wet fart. <laughs> Anyways. <sighs> well, thank you for all of that, sir, I, I guess. And... <laughs> I don't know. It's an hour and 40 minutes uh, of my life. I'll never get back. <laughs> Pretty much. And another thing. But what do you have for and another thing this episode? Well, I was going to go uh, the more literary route, but I'm going to save that for our next episode. And instead, uh, I am going to, uh, just because uh, there was a news item that came out last week about this, uh, I, I'm a huge fan of the show Shits Creek. If uh, if you've been listening for a while, you know that's come up a couple times in and another thing uh, between the, the, the series, uh, the documentary on Netflix, and then the, uh, the book, Best wishes, warmest regards. I'm just going to throw the series out there again as my end. Another thing, because it was announced that uh, they are going to be leaving Netflix. That series will be leaving Netflix in September and moving over to Hulu, which I uh, is one of the few streaming services I do not uh, pay a shilling for. So now, wait a second. Wasn't it a Netflix show? Uh it was picked up by Netflix. It was actually um, oh, okay. it aired in, I want to say it started in Canada for its first two seasons. And then season three, Netflix picked it up and it kind of took off in season three, became very popular and kind of a boon for them. And so uh, it continued there. Um, I think it was... Like when you start the show, it talks, it, it has this like weird, you know, this is a pop original series is what it says. So I don't know if pop is a network in Canada or what it is, um, but um, that's where oh, I think no, you, it started. You're right. It's, it's a Canadian television sitcom Yeah, aired on CBC television from 2015 to 2020. Yeah. Yeah. And then huh. I think network Netflix gave it broader distribution outside of Canada. Yeah. Huh. So they're moving over to yeah, Hulu, it, which I don't pay any money for. So uh, I'm in the process of my third and what will be final rewatch in quite a, quite some time as the series moves off. Um, maybe I'll I'll uh, spare a few shillings for the DVD box set. I don't know, but uh, but it, it's such a great series. Do check it out. I mean, just just hysterical, and especially in this day and age of good news abounding all around us. Uh, you know, you can use a little levity, uh, here, there and everywhere. So, uh, you know, this, this show brings a lot of heart, great message and, uh, and, and is just, just so funny. So, so do check it out. If you haven't, uh, Schitt's Creek on Netflix, at least through September. Very nice. And how sir. about you, sir? Well, as we are recording this, it is the eve of, uh, May 16th, which Means that we've got to uh, we've got to wish a very happy and warm 
78th birthday to Danny Trejo. Ladies and gentlemen, our favorite Rancor Wrangler, 78 years old. Is he really? Today. Yep. Wow. He doesn't He's, look it. <laughs> no. I mean, and and it's not like those have been light miles either. No. Like that's some rough road that Danny's been on in, in his in his early life, especially. Um, but yeah, so Danny Trejo is 78. So I am uh I'm going to implore uh, all of our listeners to to give Machete Machete his his feature film uh, where he gets to play the hero uh, probably one of the only movies where he plays the lead and is is undoubtedly the star of the flick uh, and it's a it's it is it's tough to describe because I mean Robert Rodriguez the the director and writer of it basically has described it as a exploitation movie so it's kind of like you go back to like the 70s when you had the black exploitation movies yeah. like shaft superfly stuff like that it's kind of playing off of that um with the idea being that there's the, as much exploitation is going on there is there is some undertones of empowerment and things like that i i love this flick like it it is one of those flicks i i, I can enjoy a movie that doesn't have pretensions about what it is you know what I mean? Like it knows exactly what it is and it does it right. really well. And that's great. You know, I mean, it, every movie doesn't have to try to aspire to be Citizen Kane. Um, it's okay just to have a movie that is just kind of fun or a movie that is just like, no, this is just a revenge story or it's this story or it's that. And it's, it's not trying to be high art or anything. It's like, I just, just telling that story really well. And this, and this does a great job and, and does a great job of just playing to the strengths of Danny Trejo as a, as the as the hero and just is fun now i mean granted if you if you have a tough time with violence or or things like that it is it is definitely more violent than your you know pg-13 uh marvel fair it is definitely an r movie but it is it is one of those things where after a while it's just so freaking over the top that there's a level of comedy on top of the violence that is just like, I can't believe what I'm watching here. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. just insane at times. Uh, but it is it's a it's a fun ride, and uh, I would highly recommend giving it a watch, especially if you're any kind of fan of Robert Rodriguez. And if you are, then you probably have already seen it. Nice. Uh, but it is it's a it's a fun flick, and uh, you know what? A well deserved uh, leading role for Danny Trejo, who has who has done a ton of movies uh in his in his time and hopefully we'll do a ton more you trying to angle a, a, an appearance by him on the show i would love to have danny on the show <laughs> he, is, he is such a great just a great character and just seems like such a great guy and yeah. I, I i i pimped out his book you know a couple episodes ago I just like how the guy is is very upfront about like his life yeah. and his own failings and everything else. And when I was watching the um, the Mandalorian gallery for uh, no uh, the Book of Boba Fett gallery mm. on on the Plus, and they didn't really have a whole lot from him, but he talked about how you know he thought about the Rancor as like this big dog, and he's like, I don't really trust people who don't like dogs, <laughs> and I'm like. You know what? That uh, I, nice. me neither, Danny. Nice. Quite honestly, now that I think about it, um, but yeah, just it seems like just a cool guy. I'd have I would if Danny Trejo happens ever happens to come across this, you know, dude, it would be great to have you on the show. Indeed. Uh, but anyways, well, now it is time. Ah, uh, yes, 
It is time. Parting is such sweet sorrow. Probably not because you're about ready to turn this sucker off and get on with your productive life. But hey, thanks for joining us anyways. Thank you to all the members of the Free Range EDC congregation. Damn it, you are the reason why we do this. Well, kind of, uh, mostly because everybody needs a hobby, I guess. And this is ours because we can't can't crochet. That's basically it. Those are our options. Oh, no. Podcast or crochet. Oh, no. And this just seemed like a lot safer for us. So, but thank you all for tuning in. We do appreciate it. Uh, it is always great to, to have an audience for our idiocy. Uh, so if you have not subscribed to our podcast, definitely consider doing that. You can go to freerangeidiocy.com. All of our episodes are there. You can download them directly or you can download them through the Podbean app. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, many, many, many others. If you do not find us on the podcast purveyor of your choice, I want you to send an email to Tim at FreeRangeEDC.com and let him know what purveyor that is, and uh, I'll see what I can do about getting us hooked up there. Um, Also, if you have any questions, thoughts, concerns, if you have any show ideas, you have any uh, thoughts on the show or reactions, uh, you know, whatever, whatever you want to send. You also want to send that to Tim at freerangeedc.com. He will get back to you uh, forthwith, if not sooner. And uh, if you would like to further your reputation and standing, if you will, in the Free Range EDC congregation, if you perhaps like to, to move up from congregant to deacon. The MLM, uh, baby. Uh, maybe associate deacon. We don't want to rush things. Let's, you know, we we do need to make sure that you are of good, upstanding character. And by upstanding, we mean just yeah, able to stand with some assistance. Because chances are you're probably drunk. Um, trust you with a coin uh, flip. You know what? Again, with a coin flip. Like <laughs> seriously, you you engage in this in this absolute charade. This 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 just facade. Uh, this this. Ballyhoo of <laughs> there it is, Ballyhoo. I love it. Crappery of of a of a Star Wars trivia with a book that you have the answers in, and you're asking me the questions. And oh golly shucks, look at this! I'm winning. Who would have thunk it? You and you and you keep foisting this upon us week after week, and yet I'm going to do a coin flip here, and you question my integrity, sir. Don't you, you you tip your hat. You're not even wearing a hat to tip. <laughs> I say shame on you, sir. Shame. Uh, Anyways, where was I? Oh, yeah. Uh, you can follow us on social media. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon me as I do act one from Henry VIII. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Uh, you can follow us on oh social media. Gosh. We're on the Facebook. We are on the Twitter. We are on the Instagram. All of those are at Free Range Idiocy. Mm-hmm. And now it is time for me to stop flapping my gums and hand it over to Tim so that he can start flapping his gums. Because, hey, there's no winners here. There's only losers. Um, but before I do that, I always have to ask the second most important question ever to escape the mouth hole of human beings in general. The first, of course, being what is hip? The second being the hell did we learn this episode? Oh, we have learned a few things, my friend. Oh, we have. Good. My second grade teacher will be so happy. I'm going to frame most she of said these. I would never learn a damn thing. I'm going to frame most of these from, from Chucky's perspective. Uh, oh, boy. This is going to be good. Christopher Walken as the Emperor in Dune Part 2 is not suspect. We are looking forward to this, Jeez. and we think it's going to uh, 
just make Dune uh, just even better uh, in terms of its storytelling, its cast, just just everything. It's it's going to be a cl- we're going to look back and this is going to be a sci-fi classic, ladies and gentlemen. How do you like them apples? Indeed. Uh, we've also learned that uh, Bryce Dallas Howard directing Fantastic Four is not suspect as well. We look forward to uh, and hope that that rumor is true. And then we have a quality Marvel outing for that franchise. Uh, mm-hmm. We've also learned that rumors are uh, 90% jabroni, 10% real. <laughs> Uh, wow, we've only done how many of these shows? Right, we're co- and you're we're just around. coming around to that, we're coming huh? Around. Uh, Do we finally have enough data for you to feel like you have a nice sample size? I believe so. I, I believe so. Uh, okay, good. Our, and we've also learned Doctor Strange 2 is a strong outing. Do check it out. Quality story, good stuff. Do check it. Uh, we've also learned Jabroni can be spelled with a G and an H. <laughs> we, we thank Jackson for that. Uh, we've also Further explorations in the English language. Indeed. And we've also learned that our last Westworld episode was 76 episodes ago, meaning we old. We real old. <laughs> we're not that. We're not that. It's, it hasn't been that long. Getting old, Riggs. Oh, my gosh. Really? You're going to go Danny Glover on me now? Well, I'm just saying, I mean, episode 27 and we're on 103 now. That's a long time. <laughs> That's a long time. Oh my gosh, are you ready for the home or something? No, I'm just saying, man. It's it's just a long time to, to, to wait between seasons of a show. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh, when we meet up in July, you're gonna you're gonna have to get like one of those one of those golf carts to carry you from out, out of the terminal. I think oh. over five miles an hour. Beep, beep, beep. Finally, who's that? As, Some old fat. as Chucky would say, Uncle Todd is suspect when it comes to the coin toss. Just saying. You know what? <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. I live in a neighborhood now. I might not have a dog anymore, mm-hmm. but I live in a neighborhood with plenty of them. It would be real easy for me to collect a box full of poo and send it to you. Just keep that in mind. All right. I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Take that out of petty cash. And we want to uh, thank our junior division yes, for participating in their father's tomfoolery and ballyhoo. That is the real in the jabroni. As we, yeah, as opposed to all the other tomfoolery that they have to put <laughs> up with. As opposed to all the other content the we way. do on the show. Uh, as we go, no, I'm just talking about in real life well, all the stuff they have to put up with. That's true, too. That's true, too. Uh, we, we thank you, listeners, for indulging us as we calculate, litigate, debate, appreciate, adjudicate, tabulate, and finally celebrate. Although this was a tie, so no celebrating. Uh, especially after Uncle Todd didn't get his coin toss. I'm not saying anything about the coin toss anymore. You have, ins- you have insulted my integrity, sir. I'm sorry. You've besmirched my name. Well, I apologize for my ballyhoo going off the rails. All right. With that being said, as we like to close Take out. Take your ballyhoo and blow it out your wazoo. <laughs> you habroni. <laughs> Gabroni. Oh, as we like to close out, be safe, be healthy, be kind, be good to one another. And, well, you know, neither neither of us are getting a bottle of bourbon anytime soon. So, if you don't mind, would you hit the lights on the way out? It's like I took the wrong week to quit drinking.
not getting a bottle of bourbon. I'm getting a bottle of bourbon well, right actually, after you, the you, show after you, getting you, through this. You are getting a bottle of bourbon. I am not. No, I'm talking about like in the immediate future. Like I'm walking around two corners and I'm right there. <laughs> like I'm not talking the corner like down the street. I'm talking two corners of my house. Oh my gosh. After making through this episode, are you kidding me? I'm pouring a I'm pouring a venti bourbon. Oh, there you go. There you go. The best. I'm bourbon. even gonna. I'm gonna even gonna write my name and misspell it on the side. It's like a sleepy time bourbon. <laughs> stand, stand in my dining room. It's a ballyhoo bourbon. Tob, Tob. <laughs> Good lord. Starbucks humor never goes out of fashion. Never, never, never. Now get the hell out of here.